0: I'll, I'll go. Okay, go.
1: Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm always
0: ready. All right. All right, boys. We're back. Episode.
1: Boys s- and girls.
0: Episode seven, I believe, of the TVR podcast. We got Carp and we got Vito. What's and uh, we're, we're ready to dive right into it. Talk a little Bruins, talk a little Celtics. Uh, so, Carp, the Celtics. We're eliminated last night. Milwaukee Bucks in five games. I'm going to give the floor to you on this one because I know you you definitely have some things to say about it. And uh, I'd just like to get your thoughts about about what went wrong because we know a lot went wrong.
1: What went wrong? Okay. It, it, it's a big question. What went because right? what, Exactly. What went right is more of the question. Um, look. Danny Ainge did a good job assembling the team, yada, yada, yada. We got young talent. We have the veteran leadership. The Celtics literally aren't missing anything to be a competitive team. So so what's the issue? It has to be leadership. It has to be. Your top player was 6 of 21 last night. Your top player is the biggest dick in sports. Agreed. Literally, it's not even close. He has transformed himself into a mini LeBron with an ego twice the size of his I am so sick of hearing his comments after games so sick of listening to him say I should have shot 30 times I mean why don't you come out and say it why don't you go out and flat-out say what you're thinking instead of throwing these sh- this sort of underlying shade at the players you're with why not come out and say you know what my teammates suck it's me I have to Do all that I can because they suck. Because that's essentially what he's saying without actually saying it. I I think Kyrie is just honestly the worst player uh, that you could have. Like the worst talent. The worst person for his talent. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh I I can't stand the guy.
0: I honestly, and the other thing, too, is like he was brought here for for one, not one reason, but I think he had one goal in his mind was to win a championship without LeBron, right? And I mean, whenever you bring a big name like Kyrie Irving into an organization, you bring them in to win a championship. and I, It's ironic that the Celtics were a more championship-built team the season before he got here than we are now or than we were when he came and played two seasons with us. And he wasn't even playing in the playoffs last year, and we went... Game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals and against the same team against the same team the Cleveland Cavaliers He plays this year. I didn't even think no, but I'm like, saying we beat the box. Oh the box. Okay Oh, I get what you're saying. Okay, I get that but he plays this year Not only do they lose to the box But they lose four straight games to the box in the second round so I really don't think that Kyrie Irving was the answer for this team and I really didn't see Going back now and seeing you know, the future that panned out for both Isaiah Thomas and Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas fits much better into our system than he does in any other system in the league. And Kyrie Irving does not fit well into this team, into this system, to this city. He's not built for Boston.
1: On February 24th, Kyrie was asked, about the concerns with the Celtics' bad habits and the bad locker room leading into the playoffs, he said a couple of things. One, he said, I don't see any team beating us in seven games. Okay, there you go, you're wrong. Two, he said, we'll be fine. The reporter said, well, why do you think that? And Kyrie responded, because I'm here. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 I have no words I have no words
0: like if you put yourself into the shoes of like a young guy on that team like Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown who are who are good basketball players and you hear him talking about you know, the young guys on this team not meeting a certain expectation or, you know, they surpassed their expectation last year and I didn't see the same compete level or effort, effort level from them. Like, how do you even sit in the same locker room with him? Like, he walks out of that locker room and goes into a press conference and basically throws shade at the rest of the team like he, you know, like he's the end-all be-all for the Boston Celtics. And at the end of the day, he's the problem. Like, I don't know how they can sit in the locker room with that guy, honestly.
1: All right, so all, like, season's over, no going yeah. back, there's nothing like that. This off season, when you look into to the off season, what, do you re-sign him? Do you let him go? If you let him go, who do you re-sign? You can't, I love Terry, but Terry's not, Terry's right. not yeah. the point guard you need to win a championship. Right. You. But who Who do you resign this summer to get? I
0: saw, a, um, I saw a tweet and I don't know if this is accurate or not because cap room wise, I don't know if this guy was like 100%, but he said, if we let Kyrie go, and restructure his contract, we would have enough cap space to sign Kemba Walker and like someone else big like Jimmy Butler or Kawhi Leonard. I don't see how that's possible, but I did see that. Kemba's somewhere. gonna get a
1: big contract this Yeah, I don't, I don't. And Butler, Butler's gonna get a contract. I'll put it
0: out there now. I don't think Kyrie's coming back to the Celtics. I think he's played his last game right, so
1: in Kyrie got twenty million, right? Yeah, that was, that was his contract, like twenty million. And Kemba had twelve million last year. He's gonna get. Bigger contract. Jimmy Butler had 19 million. So I mean, not really like the. the when does fucking Oh, that's okay. Just keep going. When does uh? When does Hayward's contract? When is that up? It, not for a while. He's your highest paid player, dude, and he's he's here for like five years. So
0: that's what he's That's out. that's
1: what screws them. All right. So Kyrie, Kyrie Irving was the only player on the Celtics, I believe. That had a minus, plus, minus in all four of their losses. Like, Jalen Brown was, like, plus 15 in one of their losses. You know, in the blowout. You, you know, a minus I mean? 25 last night, Kyrie. Marcus Morris played the same amount of minutes, or two less minutes than Kyrie and had a minus four. Kyrie right. had a minus 25. Guys don't like playing him. They're done. They don't want him there. You got to get rid of him. You have to move on. I, I don't think it's even that big on the return anymore. I think it's just you gotta just move on
0: it's I they shot themselves in the foot almost by trading for Kyrie if you look back on it now like with Isaiah Thomas on the team they were knocking on the doorstep they were you know what they go conference finals that year against um, the Cavs after beating the Wizards yeah and I think it was five games they won game three with like a few seconds left I remember Mm -hmm. but you know they were knocking on the doorstep for a while and then you get Gordon Hayward in um, in the summer of 2017 and you think you're set And then all of a sudden you trade away Isaiah Thomas. Granted, you traded him for Kyrie, who's one of the better point guards in the league. But looking back on it now, you really shot yourself in the foot because you're kind of screwed now. Because Kyrie, it's pretty clear that he doesn't want to be here and the players on the team don't want him here, don't like his presence in the locker room. So now you're, you know, you traded away Isaiah Thomas, who was a fine point guard. You're left with Kyrie, who's going to leave now, most likely. And, you know, where do you go from here? You still have to pay all these players, and you don't have a point guard
1: anymore. Does he have a player option, too, or no? Kyrie? Yeah. No, he's, I think his contract's just done. His
0: contract's done. at Yeah. So
1: why does it, this says that 2019-2020. Player option? He might have
0: an option. Then he might. Oh, I guess he does.
1: So... Okay, so then yeah, he does. but So he'll
0: definitely exercise that option. There's no doubt.
1: Yeah. What do you mean, exercise the option? Like go into for, test free. Go up. into free. Yeah. Interest.
0: Like if you don't exercise the option. Or for two.
1: Or for contract up this summer.
0: They'll restructure his contract most likely to free up. Some, I hope they will to free up some cap at least. Because you can't come in with the same roster you have this year minus Kyrie. Like you need to get somebody in the offseason.
1: Dude, I, what do you do? Honestly, like who do you get? You can't like... Kemba.
0: Ke- I think, yeah. Kemba's
1: going to get the same contract, though. He, no. Yeah, right. he is. Dude, Kemba, what? Kemba's right there with Kyrie. Yeah, I, I agree, but people actually don't see that, I don't
0: think. Here's another thing. I didn't hear this quote, but when the Celtics lost to the Magic back in February, this was a quote from Jalen Brown. We've just got to have each other's backs at the end of the day. We can't make comments, we can't point fingers. We just have to continue to empower each other and have each other's backs. If we don't, if we start to point fingers, everybody's going to go into their own little shells. That's it, exactly that's, what happened. That is pretty blatantly aimed at Kyrie Irving, right? Cuz no no other member of that team was making comments or pointing fingers except for Kyrie at that time.
1: See, I want to say, yeah. We don't know what's going on. We don't yeah, we don't know for sure. But I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of tension. You don't. We don't go. We absolutely know what's happening behind the scenes with this guy. We absolutely know. Nobody likes him in the locker room. No, we know that. But you don't know if other guys are the same exact way. If like when stuff starts going downhill, like if there are other guys that are also causing some problems, like that, you can't for sure say that that's not the case. So is Brad Stevens the right coach for this kind of team? Yeah, I think so. It, but you gotta build his team. But okay, but Brad Stevens' team in the past, where Brad Stevens has been known for a good coach, where Brad Stevens has succeeded, it's been with teams that have been under talented and overachieving. The cute team, the Celtics have been the cute team for four straight years. This year, they weren't supposed to be that team anymore. They right. Didn't. Right. They didn't because. They were more talented than they've been in the past, right? Yeah. So your expectations were higher, rightfully so. This was supposed to be a sixty-win team, sixty wins, best team in the NBA in the Eastern Conference, right? So second you, best team in the this NBA. This offseason, under that like cute little look thing, do you go after a big name guy or do you go to two two small role players? Dude, the cute team doesn't win in the NBA anymore. You can't, right? Yeah. You so have to build that's a super why team. I ask. Is Brad Stevens the right coach to manage the egos if I'm a if I'm a team and I'm looking to reestablish my team as a prominent team in the playoffs and whatever and you know I'm gonna try to win 48 games 50 games get myself a six seed get myself a five seed get myself a four seed win maybe a round and then get bounced but everybody's gonna be happy of what we did you know what I mean Brad Stevens is my guy but If I have teams, if I have a team with unbelievable talent and with guys that have egos, can Brad Stevens manage those egos? So far, he's proven not. And I'm the biggest Brad Stevens fan in the world. I think he's the best coach in the league. But, is he he the right guy? He
0: had his team a few years ago. And I think, I don't know if who, you know. Right, but
1: can that team win win the championship, Brennan?
0: No, that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying, I'm agreeing with you. But then I'd again, rather
1: watch that team, though.
0: I yeah, but you can't necessarily like. What are you gonna get rid of Brad Stevens just because you know this isn't like this isn't his caliber team anymore? Like, I agree a hundred percent that you know in this league. Well, I don't think the East is necessarily like this. I think the Bucks aren't. They're not a super team by any means. They have Giannis, but like, what do you think Chris Middleton's like a household name?
1: No, but they they have the top player in the world.
0: Right. So. I guess what I'm trying to say is that the Celtics screwed Brad Stevens screwed their fans screwed the entire organization by by trying to to adapt to that um, trying to adapt to the new league super team kind of thing by bringing in Kyrie bringing Gordon Hayward versus you know right after you got Gordon Hayward I think everything was going perfectly for the Celtics you were fresh off of a conference finals appearance after there was a span of years there, pre-Brad Stevens, where the Celtics really weren't that good. After the championship run in 2008, and before we started Yeah, you Brad Stevens first year, they runs.
1: won games in the 20s, I'm pretty sure.
0: Right, so pre-Brad you know, Brad Stevens in his prime, they weren't that good. And then he comes along, he finally finds his rhythm, he finds his team. They're doing pretty well. You signed Gordon Hayward, things are going pretty well. He fits well into the system. And then, I guess the... You Mar- think? Yes. The morale around the team. You think he fits well in the system? Yeah, he did at one point. I don't think he does anymore.
1: You have to explain. What's the difference? It's the same player.
0: Oh, Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Brad Stevens fitting well into the team.
1: But we never. I I don't. I don't think he fits into our system at all. No, no,
0: no. I don't necessarily think Gordon Hayward's like
1: maybe on Utah system player. Well, no, I know. But like on Utah, like he looked like he could fit into our system. Right. The moment you got here, getting hurt, and after everything like that. Right. I don't think he fit. I don't think he fits in at all. No, no. The no, fact that I we pay him that. the highest contract that like, he's, he's capable of getting is, yeah. is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. you don't. It, it's tough to take back a contract, and you don't. The injury, it sucked. I mean, we. It, it could have gone a totally different way if he never got injured. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like. We took a risk on Gordon Hayward. Like he was, like he was a stud talent, right? Dude, yeah. he, out was, no. he was twenty-two. He was averaging twenty-two points a game in the in the in a, in a offense that was the slowest in the league, the slowest paced offense in the league. Why wouldn't you have paid him? He was twenty-six. Why wouldn't you have paid him?
0: You're talking about slowest offense in the league in Boston, Utah. Utah. So, okay. So that's what I'm saying. He
1: averaged two points. No. What we're saying is, in that that
0: offseason, immediately after they signed him, before the season started. He was
1: averaging 22 points a game with the slowest offense. Why wouldn't you have paid him?
0: We're not arguing that we shouldn't have. That's
1: revisionist history, though.
0: We're not saying we shouldn't have. This is
1: a problem that they have. Like, we can't sit here and say, Gordon Hayward's contract stinks, and like, we shouldn't have done it. Right, but this is something that they have that they have to deal with. So what are you going to do right. now? That's it's not like what we're saying said is, you, it's tough to take back a I agree with that, but like we just got to move on from it.
0: What I'm saying is you were feeling pretty good about signing Gordon Hayward, correct? Of Immediately course. after the signing. And then you were feeling good about Kyrie, too, trading for Kyrie. I don't the know moment, if everybody was. The
1: moment we traded for Kyrie, I thought we were going to the championship no, no. Right. The moment we traded for Kyrie, I wrote a piece saying that it was the worst trade I've ever seen.
0: Okay, so some people were happy about it because it's freaking Kyrie and Irving. And 1% some people, was pissed, and I was pissed. Because you just got rid of Isaiah Green Thomas. Green
1: teamers, Isaiah Thomas.
0: Exactly. That's where <laughs> you went wrong. Because if Isaiah Thomas is still on this team, what do you think?
1: Uh, you don't...
0: I think, A, the morale is completely different because every, you know. No, people
1: love the team. Isaiah Thomas. It's, it's, it's. it's,
0: I think they are a 60-win team with Isaiah Thomas and Gordon Hayward. Do
1: you see, like, I would argue that everybody in the entire world would say that they're not a 60-win team with Isaiah Thomas. With Isaiah Thomas and
0: Gordon Hayward, yes, absolutely. But Gordon
1: Hayward started 15 games this year, Brendan. I know. He averaged tw- 12 points. No, 11 and a half points. Or 12 All
0: right, I'm not going gu- to play the the what if, but if you don't trade for Kyrie, Gordon Hayward never gets injured. Just saying.
1: Well, how can because you Because Kyrie that?
0: threw the lob. All right.
1: That's-
0: Just saying. <laughs> if you don't trade for Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward never gets injured in the first game of the season. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, okay, all right. Well, that's just dumb that you say things
0: like. <laughs> I'm not dumb. It's I said dumb. I'm just saying I'm not going to play no, the what if like no. oh Kyrie's the reason. The way that you are? But you uh, can't no. say that because no. Gordon Hayward starts no. more games no, 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 if he no. never gets injured. No, no. Yes. No, that's dumb.
1: Okay, that's not. All right. With the same Gordon Hayward that you have now, are they a better team with or without? I mean, with Isaiah or with Kyrie?
0: Better than they are with Kyrie.
1: I want to say yes. But Kyrie's a better player. Oh, I agree. But is it that much of a difference in the locker room? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In the fans? I mean, you just said
0: Jalen Brown called out Kyrie in an interview. Everyone did. Kyrie calls out the rest of the team. That never happened with Isaiah. Mm -hmm. Like, you saw how the whole team, and I mean, obviously, this happens in sports. When Isaiah's sister died in that car crash, like, the whole team, like, rallied around him. Everyone was really, you know, close, and they played well. They rallied around that situation, and they started playing well. Kyrie is such an outsider. You can just, and I said the same thing about Tuka Rask, that um, he's.
1: he's like, like, just an oddball? He's just an
0: oddball, right. And he doesn't seem like he fits in. And I'll give, and we're going to switch to the Bruins in a second, I, I'll give Tuka Rask credit. That he um that he bounced back after we did our last podcast. After we kind of bashed him in that podcast. Yeah. He he's played unbelievable hockey ever since. So what I'm saying about Kyrie is he just doesn't seem like he fits. And Isaiah Thomas did seem like he fits. And I think it it makes that more of a difference.
1: So let me ask you this. With the Heat. Remember when the Heat signed LeBron and Big Three and all that? Yeah. And they thought they were the a super team, yeah. right and all that? And they Never made the finals that year. Mm-hmm. They didn't that year. Yeah. Did, is it? Wait, no. Didn't they? No, they lost the finals no, that year. Did they didn't make it? Yeah, they did. No, they deal. lost them, the Mavericks. No, they all didn't. right,
0: fact check. Let's do it.
1: That was not their first year. All right. Was, so what was the first year? Boston. It was the Celtics versus the Lakers. Lakers won. Before, really? In, in seven games. Because they they it was okay. All right. So keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Anyways. When, when that happened, everyone thought that they were gonna be the super team. They weren't does it does it take time to get into the system with the players and kind of form a little bit chemistry like Like we, we act on it now and say, false false wrong, yeah, false. false. No yes, it is. Yes It is LeBron's first year with Miami was 2010 2011 and they went to the finals. His decision was made on
0: July 8th, 2010, um, yeah. which was right. after. Right. It, yeah. But keep going. I mean, <laughs> so, like, you're on to something
1: somewhat good, but you're also just 100% <laughs> completely wrong and just awful. All right. So whatever. They lost that year. They lost to the Mavs in, what was it, six games? Yeah. It takes time. Uh, like, are we, are we acting on it now that, like, like when you look at it, when you look at the rosters, Golden State has five All Stars, right, and they're they're gonna win it. regardless. like the only sure. one who was able to beat them was LeBron, like stuff right. like that. But when you look at the Celtics now, like do you need time to just develop, like build chemistry, kind of get in the system? Like this was Hayward and Irving's first year together. Like this is like the, that. It takes time. You can't mm-hmm. just throw someone in and expect to be like and all like like you're going to the finals. Like you're gonna win it all. Like does it? It, it takes time and chemistry. Hayward was battling an injury to get back. Like next year, when they're all healthy, off the season, like they're all healthy, like for a whole year. Like Hayward's finally back. Like they're in the off season, like getting, getting, like work together. Did, does that? Does that translate to a different season? Like throughout? Or uh, I
0: I think only time will tell. I hope it will. And I a hundred percent agree in every other scenario other than this team. But it really seems like we're on the brink of, like, this team blowing up. And, like, the other thing you don't think about is, like, other players could leave, too. Like, it's clear that no one's happy. And if Kyrie stays or leaves, do other players want out as well? Is Brad Stevens going to remain the coach for the next X amount of years? You know what's going to happen with the team, we just don't know. If it's the same group, I think absolutely that it, the development factor is going to play in, and they're going to become a better team. But I also feel like we're just on the brink of something bad happening to the Celtics. All right, let's transition to the Bruins now. We got Eastern Conference Finals Game One tonight: Carolina Hurricanes, Boston Bruins at the TD Garden. Carp, um, let's do let's do predictions for the series first, and we'll dive a little deeper into it. Uh, what do you got? Bruins in four. I, I would agree with that. Bruins in four. Make a sweep as uh, well,
1: dude. You just <laughs> I know, but as well. Yes.
0: Okay. I I really like Carolina's been playing well, but I don't see any way that they can beat this team, the Bruins. They're hot, and Carolina's gotten lucky.
1: All right. <laughs> I, I'm Canes in six. Canes
0: in six.
1: I, dude. They they took down the Capitals. They took down the. Who's the more talented team? team. Boston Bruins. Bruins, no doubt. Okay. So Who was was the more talented team in their two previous series? The Capitals and the Islanders. Both more talent. Agreed. Agreed. Yet the Canes won. Canes (laughs) swept the Islanders four up. Mm -hmm. Yep. Now you like, yeah, they they just, the Bruins won against Columbus, but Columbus had Burkowski and he was unbelievable against the Lightning. They don't win that series without him, okay? Right. So they beat the Lightning in four behind, on his back. Yeah. Like literally, he won them that series, there's no doubt in anyone's mind. Like anyone that's ever watched hockey, there's no doubt, Yeah, okay? he the
0: difference. He almost beat the Bruins that way.
1: Goes to the Bruins, does the same exact thing, right? Doesn't have as great a series, but still has an unbelievable series. Now you come in, the Bruins are in hot. Yeah, they're, they're hot as hell. Carolina's a young team that has veteran leadership as well. In like the perfect dynamic that no one expects them to win, everyone is, like you said, like you guys are you're Bruins and four. Yeah. Like everyone is saying Bruins, 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 because you have that first line of Marchand, Bergeron. Like uh, you, you have that first line, but at the same time, the Hurricanes, like they don't have anything to lose, and that's the most dangerous team. You're, when you right. play when team, you're playing it, you're very, you're right. You're when you right. play yeah. a team that has with the low to, expectations. If, dude, if they don't win, they're going back to Carolina and everyone's celebrating. That the right. Carolina Hurricanes made it to the Eastern Conference Right, Finals. no, no, no. It's, like, it's a, like the Bruins, I mean, it's like the Celtics thing I was just talking about before. Yeah. With like the cute team that everybody's happy about. And those teams are dangerous because they're ready to go and dude, the expectations are low and they're, they're going to go do damage. They're playing, they're just playing to like play. Like the, the Bruins, like if they don't win this series, they look like they failed. Right. Okay. If the Hurricanes lose a series, they get congratulated. When you have a team that's like that, like you underestimate the capability that they have, like that they're able to achieve. Like that team is going to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt in my mind. Like, that the fact that they're going into Boston tonight, they're honestly Bruins probably going to take Game One. I'm, I'm going to say that. Yep. But the Canes are going to come back firing in Game Two, and they're going to play like sure it's life or death. And the Bruins, I don't think, are ready for that. That dude, no offense. The Bruins just don't have the defense. In that's my true. mind.
0: And you you don't have that's the other thing. You play Charles. You don't have McAvoy tonight yeah, either. You don't have
1: Macvoy. Right, then you have the quick Sebastian Aho or whatever his name is. Aho? Aho? Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> and he's just like a little like I know he's not that little, like six feet, but like still like he's, he's he's his game is speed, his game is not power, and the Bruins defense is not all that great with the speed. you, know, you might be onto something, dude. Chara, how much? How many minutes you play? He dude,
0: leads I've the written, team in, Iceland, in, in wrote, ice time. He's the,
1: he may be the worst defenseman in the NHL. I've written, <laughs> I don't know, dude, like six articles on just how bad he is. Go, going
0: going one. back to what Vito was saying, not to mention that the Carolina Hurricanes almost missed the playoffs. They they were a they were a win last game. We need X team and Y points. team to lose. And the, you just saw it. The fans, after they won their last home game, stayed in the arena for, I forget how long it took them, at least an hour to, to find out if they, they had made needed the help to get, at all. get in. Exactly. They needed a lot of help to get in. So that's what makes this team so dangerous. And then with the, I just want to go on record saying I hate the celebrations after the games that they do with the stupid, you know, everyone go to center ice and do the clap, whatever. I hate that. I agree with Don Cherry. It, it's, it's so foolish and it, it just looks like youth hockey. And it looks like. The lowest tier of youth hockey you can play when you win one game and everybody, you know, sliding all over the ice I think it's ridiculous. However, they're a very talented team Dude, they're, um, they're
1: big too across the board unlike that. the Columbus Blue
0: Jackets I think that they were seated properly. I think the Blue Jackets kind of got the low end of the whatever low sure. end of the shaft or stick Whatever. I think the Blue Jackets were a way better team <laughs> Way better team than they were seated. I do think the Hurricanes play like a wild card team, especially in this playoffs and that's the dangerous thing for the Bruins is they do not care how this how this ends up. Carolina's team or their fans, obviously you want to win. But say they lose, it's like, hey, we made it three rounds deep in the playoffs. We swept one of the league's most talented offenses in the Islanders. We beat the defending Stanley Cup champions in the first round. They have nothing to lose. That being said, I think the Bruins are just way too prepared for this series.
1: It's- Dude, I mean, aside from like Zidane, Chara, the Bruins are actually a lot smaller than the than the Hurricanes. I'm looking at. They, oh, we don't have dude, a lot of dude, height. They have one guy under six feet, and he's five eleven. You know what I mean? And like, obviously, we have Chara, but like, he's not even like. What is he bringing physically now? He laid zero hits, zero hits one game, in 28 minutes or 24 minutes. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Vito. You know. The Bruins, the Bruins have the edge and the power. Like. And special teams and their power play is a lot more effective than Carolina's like like an insane amount. And Carolina's mm-hmm. penalty kill struggles a little bit. But I mean if, if Carolina stays out of the box, like I think Carolina not only outplays them, but like they, they they win the series at the end of the day. Like it I just think the Bruins don't have the speed or the defense to stay with Carolina. Carolina is a young team. Like, they are a very young team, but they also have that leadership on not only the back end, but, like, with Justin Williams. He's a he's a game seven, like, hero. Yeah. Like, when you have a guy like that, like, bringing all these young guys together, like, the leadership goes a long way. And I just think, like, everything that surrounds the Bruins, like, they're not... They're, they're supposed to be the big bad Bruins, right? Yeah. And not anymore though. They like, are. It's not how no, they play. Yeah. I know, it's not how they play, but they're that's how like that story they, they've always sure. been known. The big bad Bruins. Yeah. And in order to beat this Carolina team, they need to be that team. But they're not going to. Like right. you need a you need if you're gonna beat the Carolina Hurricanes handily in four games, you gotta come out flying and putting bodies on the younger kids early. Mm-hmm. Like you can't give them room to, like, to go. Like, because when, when you when you hit a guy first shift, right, you light him up. Center right. ice, right? He's, every time that puck comes in the rest of the game, he's getting scared. He's getting scared. He's the getting tone, scared. Like. If they don't do that, they're going to have so much space and so much time to come in the zone, and when it gets to that, you don't know what's going to happen. Tuka has played every single game. Carolina, they I think they've played both goalies. They've played both goalies in a few games, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Miragic is still a toss-up for tonight.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's you you what, yeah. have two goalies yeah, that, they're back up. that are fresh well too. Rask has played Yeah, McLenney's 3-0 on the on the playoffs. And Rask has played every single game. Like you are combining like the the stretch of the playoffs. Like Rask, I don't know if he's going to be able to keep up with how well he's been playing.
0: Here's if you're a Bruins fan and you see that Peter Miragic is set to start tonight, that's the good news because he hasn't played in two games he's coming off of an injury with the offense that you have the other goalie's got a 947
1: save percentage dude he's been outstanding what i'm saying you
0: want the starter to play sure because you get at him early you got game one you don't have to worry about not having your strength and charlie mcavoy on the back end and you head into game two here's another thing that i think you know washington capitals defending stanley cup champions new york islanders great team but is it, is it crazy, to, well, statistically it's not crazy, but is it crazy to say that the Bruins were the second-best team in the East in the, coming into the playoffs?
1: No, I think they might have been the best team in the East. You think
0: they were better than the Lightning?
1: I mean, obviously the Lightning were the runaway best team in the NHL. They were the Golden State Warriors in the NHL. Right, so
0: second-best team in the East coming into the playoffs. But, like, Bruins?
1: Yes. I mean, th- uh, realistically speaking, I think they're third behind. I think, I think Tampa, Caps. Tampa and Caps, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think the Bruins overachieved in the in the, season. In the regular yeah. season. Yeah.
0: I mean they did. Yeah. I don't know about that cuz the their month of March was pretty good. Talent-wise, they just played their best hockey. Didn't lose a single game in a month. Yeah. But I don't think that I don't I don't I can't predict how the Bruins are going to play cuz they've been hot and cold these playoffs. I didn't think they had a great series against the Maple Leafs and I thought they played a really good series against the Blue Jackets. If they're playing their best hockey, and the Carolina Hurricanes bring their best effort, the Bruins are going to win this series right, at the so end of the day. Worst-case
1: scenario, as a Bruins fan, what kind of game style do you not want to see? Like, if this game turns into a like a sh- shootout-type game, you know what I mean, like 7-6, goals are flying, you think the Bruins have the advantage there? Or if this turns into a low-scoring, grind-out, you know, goaltenders defense game like what game do you want to see if you're a Bruins fan what game do you want to see if you're a Carolina fan? If you're fan? talking
0: game one you want to see a very physical not fast paced not fast paced but you know what I'm saying not speed um, oriented game because you don't have Charlie McAvoy on the back end so their forwards would just blow by Chara blow by like if you're talking game two you want to see that really fast paced you know shots on goal high scoring game like I'm, it was low scoring in the Columbus series but like that entire Columbus series
1: I don't I I like if I'm the Bruins right I want a low slowing tight low scoring I mean of course everyone wants a high scoring game from your offense like that's that's yeah given. but like ideally for like the Bruins they're, I feel like they want to keep it close they want mm-hmm. they want to kind of have that that go ahead goal that gives them the rush and then score another one like yeah, yeah I just feel like it, like they want to come out they need to come out early and score like the first period has got to be their most critical period of the game I've yeah. just because Carolina like wait you know, are you saying that they have to have a good first period yeah oh my god unbelievable keep going <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like if they if they don't win that first period over Carolina I don't think they win the game just because Carolina will keep feeding off of that like the Bruins they need to have that first that first period to. I mean, going in at least 1-0, 2-0, going into that second period. Because if they don't, Carolina's gonna have the legs to keep going. They're right. gonna like they're they're young. They're gonna have those legs. And the
0: Bruins are missing their best defenseman tonight, so I think that Carolina sees an opportunity to just attack the Bruins all night. Just go at them, go at them, go at them. What the Bruins need to do in game one is not necessarily play the way they've been playing, but you have to remember how how big of a presence Charlie McAvoy is, both offensively and defensively. Missing him is a huge gap in your lineup, and they see that, the Bruins see that, everybody sees that across the league right now. If, you have to be conservative in game one because you don't want to go down early. If
1: the, the Hurricanes literally line up, like if, they, if they match up well and they line up with the first pairing in the defense for the Bruins, they're I think Carolina wins this game handled.
0: Carolina could easily win game one just because the Bruins don't have defense tonight. I I
1: just, well, and two, I just two
0: grass needs to stand on his hand. I
1: just think i Aho is gonna blow by Char. There's no doubt. Oh yeah. And Everybody blows by a But that's what right I'm now. saying. Yeah, like, yeah, you have that, that first <laughs> line, if they if they match it up well, I mean Bruins have the last chance because on home, but if they match it up well and they face that first line that's going to be scary. Yeah. And,
0: and I also, if I'm the Bruins, I don't start the fourth line tonight, which they've been doing every game to try and get the physicality into it. But you need to match your lines where your speed guys are playing against their speed guys because you, you can't make up for that on the back end. Like Usually they'll put out, you know, I would on, Krug or McAvoy. Realistically speaking,
1: title. I would start, honestly, their third line. I would, Johansson, Coyle, and Hennon. That's a good I, line. I would start them against their first line just because you know, the only problem with – like if you start the Bruins' first line against the Hurricanes' first line, you're going against their first deep pairing and all that. Right. Like that's that's tough to Try go to get against the best, no on matter defense, what yeah. team it is. It's you're you're facing their best guys because, yep. That's realistically, how it's supposed to be, and I just their first their first deep pairing of Slavin and Hamilton is ridiculous. Like that. That's that's yeah.
0: Those two are those two are dirty.
1: I that's I in my eyes that's second or third best defensive line pairing in the NHL. And yep. If you're facing if you're putting the first your first line against them every every shift like and get, that's that's tough. So like you, the way the Bruins have to match up, they have to go you're not going to get their third defensive pair every time. That but that's the that, those are the two guys you have got to attack. Cuz mm-hmm. their second defensive pair isn't Pat either. Like they Carolina's got the head, like like head above the Bruins for defense. Oh yeah. And if they don't the coaching is going to be a big thing this this series. I mean, it is in every series, but even more so in this series. Because yeah. you're getting that Eastern Conference Finals. Like, it's a whole nother game. Like, it's not it's not just who's the best team. It's who's the best coach team. Who's who's the team that shows up that night and plays their game and, like, puts the other team off their game? Because both teams deserve to be here. They're, they're, like, it's throughout the season both teams have played their, their butts off and going into the playoffs, they, they've done exactly – it's the same thing and both teams deserve to be here now it's now it's who who's being better coach who's being put in the right situation at the right time to score goals
0: yep yeah I definitely it's um it's gonna be I think Bruce Cassidy wins the coaching battle just because he's got more experience he, he's he's been in this situation a few times now Rod Brindamore he's a relatively new coach He used to play so you know he has that he, he was on the championship winning team what was that, 13 years ago now the Carolina Hurricanes so they're it's two good teams and I think a lot of people are writing off the Carolina Hurricanes and I think a lot of people want to ride that you know Cinderella story wave which I don't have a problem with because they could easily win this series but I'm sticking with Bruins in four just because you know they've been rolling lately and I just don't think Carolina's seen the talent level that the Bruins have yet this playoffs and I think they're gonna they're gonna come out quick on them but losing McAvoy is a Big loss for the Bruins. And the Hurricanes are down a defenseman too. Trevor Van Riemsdyk is out for the rest of the playoffs, four to six months. Mrazek, um, we still don't know what his status is. If he plays, is he going to be ready? If he doesn't, you know, is Curtis McElhenney going to you know keep with this hot streak? So it's definitely going to be an interesting series to watch. The Bruins have played in two very entertaining series so far. There has been no lack of excitement and drama from either team in both the series so it's going to be exciting to see what happens tonight so we good any any other topics anything else
1: no i think it's pretty good i mean look forward to this series uh i'd like to see i'd like to see goaltender battles kind of just to i think just keep the kind of what's been the mo of this playoffs going um and uh yeah i'm pretty excited so
0: do it. Definitely. All right. Well, thank you guys for uh listening in. Whoa. Do you want to say anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, oh, okay. thank mind. you,
1: uh, Vito for joining us yeah. today. I know thanks you had some, me, guys you had thanks some, for having me. Some popular demand. You had
0: some fans.
1: You actually did.
0: Who? Some some, some random. Who? 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 I don't know. Someone was <laughs> someone was commenting. They were like, Where's Vito? And yeah. he he what did you say? You said I said that
1: I thought Vito was paying people to comment <laughs> for him. <laughs> anyway, so it's been real. Thank you. yeah thanks for listening.